0: We join the line now by Narina Fisser, strategist at ETFSA. Good morning, Narina. Good morning, Sakina, and good morning to all the listeners. Now, you said yesterday that we could expect a strong day on the JSE, but wow, um, that th- there were some really big movers and shakers. Talk to us about that.
1: Indeed, and you know, I, I guess we can't continue to say that this just comes off a low base. You know, we saw some of those those mining stocks, Ango, for example, up over 9%, and, and that was just one of, of many. Um, I, I think probably one of the biggest drivers yesterday was a, a much better than expected Chinese trade data that came out, and and that certainly surprised the market, um, and, and it points, I think, to, to maybe a little bit of a change in sentiment around China, where for the first time I'm also, I got the sense that um, economists and analysts are trusting the data that is coming out of China better than they did before. You know, over the last uh, year or two, we've heard a lot of comments from analysts saying that, you know, the Chinese numbers are manufactured, they can't be believed, there's not enough evidence on the ground of, of what comes out in the official numbers. But that, that is slowly but surely um, changing, and I think we are... Seen China stabilising, so so not necessarily suddenly stronger, but very much stabilising, and a lot of that has come on the back of a major anti-corruption drive by government. And you know, next year five of the top seven um, people in the in the Chinese leadership will be replaced. It's time for their, their their terms come to an end, and one of the few that will remain is, is Prime Minister Xi. And uh, you know, he is really the, the driving force behind these anti-corruption drives. And I think if he can continue on this path, that will be extremely important for the stability in China and then obviously the role that it plays in the world. You know, the Chinese economy is soon going to be the largest economy in the world, and yet it is a developing economy. This is unprecedented in the world, and most of us don't really understand China and its economy very well, so I think it will continue to be a source of volatility, but but it certainly appears as as though over the medium term China is definitely stabilizing.
0: Narina, another stronger-than-expected number yesterday, a retail sales data for the month of February. But was this good or bad news? <laughs> I guess it depends which side of the
1: coin you're mm-hmm. sitting on. <laughs> um, certainly, interesting because I think most people are experiencing, um, as, as consumers, lots of of constraints in their in their personal finances. So it certainly was a surprise to see the the retail sales sales numbers so much better than expected. And I think immediately one of the one of the shifts in focus then is, but if the retail sales numbers are so strong, surely that means that it provides more room for the reserve bank. To increase interest rates, so that's sort of the, the, the negative side of the coin. I, I think fortunately we are sitting in a situation where, um, because of uh, weakness in the US dollar over the last couple of months, that's translated into def- definitely stronger emerging market currencies. So some of the inflationary pressures that we're experiencing coming from um, currency weakness during 2015 is, is definitely um, improving somewhat. So um, we've seen some of the other emerging market central banks uh, lower rates. I don't think we can expect um, our um, reserve bank to, to lower interest rates anytime soon, but there might just be a little bit of a chance for them just to hold off on the, on the worst of, um, of, of the interest rate increases at this time. You know, we've... we've We've got this um, this perception also that this interest rate differential with uh, with our developed market counterparts is what's driving a lot of the um, sort of the strength that we're seeing in the rand and, and flows into the country.